Hello, everybody. Joe Malone here coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. Well, <laughs> it looks like we're finally rebounding a little bit on the uh, spider, which is good. I mean, it it, um, it pulled back, um, you know, we pulled back yesterday. And so hopefully we can see some uptrend. We started out weak this morning, but uh, it looks as if, you know, maybe we're going to we're going to move. We're going to move well today. So just kind of wanted to. Uh, just get into the slides a little bit and um, go from there. Well, you know, we are in a confirmed uptrend. It's hard to believe, but it is true. We dropped off uh, some distribution days. We've had we've had four. I guess it's yeah. We've had we've had um, four distribution days on the spider, and now we're having three on the uh, the Nasdaq. So. Um, it's looking, you know, it's you know, it's still kind of tenuous. I mean, it's been a very choppy market. Um, September is traditionally a very hard market to trade. So, uh, you know, I was I was selling into uh, I was selling yesterday, taking some very very small profits. I have been adding to some positions today, and um, you know, I you know, I would I did buy Copart yesterday, and interestingly enough, it's the stock of the day today. So. Um, kind of interesting, um, you know, interesting things are going on. Just kind of wanted to show you sort of what I'm seeing the, um, uh, you know, the big, the big funds are buying basically. And it's kind of really pedestrian stuff. Albertson's ACI, which is, you know, it's a grocery store. I mean, how exciting is that? Um, you know, their price is up today. The volume is off, but the, but the, the big, the big boys are buying this one. They're also buying another one called Lending Club. I don't have this one either. It's LC, um, and and they seem to like that one. California Resources. This is a, essentially a California Resources. Very interesting. CRC is a oil company, if you can believe that. Uh, that's another one. I I I have been. Um, I did add the XL um, the the XLE. That's the that's the ETF for oil. So there has been some some movement into oil. Uh, today, um, uh, in mode is 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 strong. I M N D, in mode. Um, this is a steel company. Very kind of, you know, we have two steel companies on here, T X, which is the uh, uh, and M T. M T is uh, Ansel Matal. They seem to be adding very strongly here. So very interesting. I don't have it. And then of course we have the shipping stock. NMN, uh, this is uh, Navos Marine uh, Partners. So it's really a mixed bag here. And ABB, of course, this is a big European engineering firm. They've been, you know, the the, the market's been good for this as well. Um, just kind of want to uh, show you the general overall market trend. I think that's really important to take a look at it. We're up on all three major indexes, which is great. I mean, we, it looks like we have had a bounce. The S&P is up a little bit. Um, you know, 44.80. That's not bad. The Dow Jones is up today, which is great. We've been, you know, we've been pulling back literally for you know the last few days. So this is a, this is welcome. Uh, also, the Nasdaq is up above that 15,000. So you know that's it's still marching higher, which is good because that's where many of the growth stocks live. Um, you know, Microsoft has uh, has been has been has been doing well, but and it looks like. Hopefully we're going to get a little bit firming up on Apple, so that's kind of gives you, kind of gives you that um, way of looking at things. The stock of the day basically is uh, Copart, <laughs> and interestingly enough, that's a company right here in Dallas. As a matter of fact, their headquarters are literally about two miles from here, and uh, I know because the, my uh, Charles Schwab branch used to be in the same building, so I used to go over there uh, all the time. Nothing, you know, just kind of an FY, you know, sort of an anecdotal thing. Um, it's at uh, 247. I have I did buy this one, uh, but I did buy it yesterday. Um, it's up strongly today, two dollars two, um, seventy cents. Composite rating ninety six. Excellent. This is the IBD, you know, and I do show a lot of stuff from the Investor Business Daily. Highly recommended. Don't get a don't get any. Uh, I don't get any uh, commissions from them. I wish I did, but canceling trading is uh, you know it's it's a good thing and. That's what the IBD is all about. This is their this is their uh, pick of the day. Just kind of want to show it to you out there. Um, it's it's basically had a nice bounce off the 50-day. That's this red line here with some nice volume coming in on this. So you know, um, in recessions and in times of high inflation, 
used cars and used car parts do incredibly well. It's one of the best areas of the of, of the market. So it's very interesting that that would be the case here, but it definitely is the case here. So um, <laughs> kind of interesting. Copart, CRPT, 147.29 when this was taken. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, I, I want to take a look at it on the, uh, uh, you know, on, on the, uh, uh, the live chart as well. So let me kind of, I'm going to go back to the ones that, uh, the funds are buying. I kind of want to look at several of these. Um, I want to look at ABB. Uh, I also want to look at TX. And it looks as if Lending Club, you know, this is LC. So these are ones that the funds are buying. So I kind of, and, and of course, uh, you know, Albertsons, ACI. I'm not really a, a fan of Albertsons. This is old Safeway here too, but uh, interesting. Uh, of course, Arbor Realty, not, not as interested in that one. And of course, we know about Enmode. So basically what I'm going to do here, uh, we, before we get into the questions, is I'm going to go uh, into some of the, um, you know, it, into some of these, uh, these names that the funds are buying, which I think is, you know, is very interesting because, you know, in a, in a tough market like this, we, you know, you want to kind of see, you know what? Where the where the bigger bigger players are going? So let me pull up the charts, and this is in MarketSmith. I'm just going to pull up the chart right now. There we go. Takes me a second for the to do this typically, and let's go first to um, ABB, and this is a very large European. Um, uh, construction firm, and I don't quite understand why this is being acquired, but by the the funds, but it definitely is, and um, you know that's something that uh, kind of like to go over with you on. Uh, here's the chart on it. Uh, basically, what's happened is, um, you know, this is a basically a Swiss company. They manufacture power equipment, so it's a kind of an industrial play here. Very interesting. Um, worldwide company, very big in robotics. Um, their earnings are coming in here at about 38 days. So this is kind of, I, you know, kind of want to put this one on your radar screen. It's definitely on my radar screen. I'm just trying to figure out, you know, what the, what the way to go is in terms of the industry ranking, it's 60 out of 197. So we're definitely in the top of the market. That's what you want to always be looking at. You want to see where the stocks are moving and, you know, where the, where the money is moving to definitely moving to this area, electrical power equipment, not an area that I have bought. I've done a whole lot in in the past but it seems as if you know um it seems as if it is looking very very strong so let me see if i can you know let's go to look at the checklist it's got an excellent checklist it's got eight out of uh, eight out of nine criteria the only thing that it's missing in is the earnings per share so i'm i want to kind of understand this from a technical pit um unfortunately this is not really the greatest doesn't really have a base pattern, but this possibly could be bought off a reversal off of this line. So basically the buy point is way back here. It's at 3089. Currently we're at 36. So the question is, it's it's showing very good strength. And this is something that um, you know, I think is is possible. So basically what I'm going to do is I'm going to put an alert on this on this trend line here. What I'm going to do here is I'm going to go from its highest high, and then I'm going to go through the top of the, you know, kind of the intermediate top here, and then I'm going to put an alert on that. And basically what I want to do on this alert is that uh, this is a reversal um, off of the, and I'm going to say this is going to be off of the 40-day line, um, the 40-day um, line. So basically what I'm going to have, have happen here is if this thing moves above this trend line, then I possibly might move in with a half position on this one, just because I'm. I, it seems as if, you know, this one definitely is looking very good. And this, and this really wasn't on my radar screen until just, just very, very recently. So, so basically what I'm just doing is I'm just noting here that, um, you know, this is a, this is a stock um, you know, you know, this is a stock that funds are accumulating. I'm just going to, I'm going to, um, you know, 
and I do think, uh, you, uh, and I and I do think uh, that that this is this is viable, <laughs> and and it's it is tough to come up with viable right. You know, this has been a tough market to find to to, to find to find viable um, the viable issues, and I think that this one is good. Uh, you know, n- not normally in, not normally in my um, in, not not normally in my wheelhouse because I'm typically a growth stock investor, but it seems as if you know, we're seeing some interest in these infrastructure plays, and this one is a good one. It's a Swiss company, very, very big, and a very stable earnings. Um, and it does look like, you know, we had some very strong earnings on this one, uh, which is which is great. They just, you know, uh, twenty up 21%. Anytime you're seeing a, a sales increase in a si- company this size of 20%, that's a good thing. Um, this is a direct competitor with General Electric and some of the other power companies, and it does seem to be doing very well. Um, profits are up significantly as well. So this one you might want to put on your radar screen, uh, ABB, uh, ABB. All right. So now I'm going to take a look at possibly the next one, um, you know, that I'm interested in, and that's TX. This is this is this one. It's amazing because this is a steel stock, and you would think, "Wow, you know, steel stocks shouldn't trade like this." I mean, this is trading like a growth stock, but it's 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 doing very very well. Fifty fifty one um, fifty three eleven in the after hours. Um, we've had just an incredibly strong relative strength on this. Uh, also, one thing I want to show you is the steel producers are continuing to get love from. From the funds, and it's just very, very interesting. Um, the sales were up 125%, and the profits, and this is the key, were up 999%. Now, when was the last time you saw a steel company making these kind of numbers? This is just interesting. This is definitely showing us, at least from what I can see, this is definitely showing us that we are seeing very big interest, and we're also seeing potential inflation. Um, Again, the only thing that this fails on, this has got a 9 out of 10 rating. The only thing that this, this thing fails on is the uh, earnings per share, and, and, and that's, that's moving up. Now, we do have, you know, we are, we've just come through earnings on this one. So the question is, can it hold the 40-day line? That's the key here. And I do think it might because, you see, it came down. Yep, let me give it. It tested. And then, and then it didn't even come all the way to the 40-day line, and then it bounced up. So this one may be a potential buy as well. So here's what I'm going to do on this one. I'm going to draw a trend line here. And see, I want it to come across this trend line before I'm going to buy it. And I don't, I don't, um, so this is the reversal line. So, so what I'm doing is I'm setting, um, I'm setting an alert. So if it comes above that line, then I'm possibly interested in in coming coming into it now here's how i would buy this one if i were if i were gonna if i were gonna buy this one and i'm and i'm not in the steals right now uh so uh is is that i would do a buy stop limit order with um 55 50 being the um you know being being the being the place that that i would be looking to buy this uh this one would be at about uh let me see if i can yeah it um I would be looking to to buy um, on a buy stop limit order um, at stop equals fifty five fifty and limit equals fifty five sixty. Now. What am I? What am I talking about here? This is all gibberish. You say, Jim, you know, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Well, what I'm talking about here is I'm talking about not buying it until it shows strength, and that's where I would. That's where I'm. I possibly am looking to buy it as it moves above that line. And why? Because that's the higher high. That's the trend line, and it's obviously come down. It's tested. And it's now bounced. It's now going to move higher. So, I definitely believe, you know, we're going to see it. We're going to see it move higher. Now, this would be. You could possibly go a little bit tighter than this, but this is the kind of. This is a. This might be a very, very good buy. We're seeing a lot of very nice 
strength there. So this is another one that the funds are buying. Um, let me look at the third one here, and this is this is Lending Club. This is a little bit newer stock, a little bit different. LC, and this is also being acquired by funds. Now I'm not as interested in this one because it's still testing, and I want to show you that it's still testing that 21-day moving average. So let me zoom in and show you the action on this one. There we go. Okay. So hopefully this will let us zoom over here. I don't know if it will. Let me see if I can maybe zoom out. And I think you can see it now. Yeah. See what's happened here is that it it's it's this it's come up, uh, made its high here, and then pulled back, and it looks like it's getting support right at this 21-day line. Now, this is also extremely good relative strength, 99. Now, can we buy it? Well, there is a there is a cup with handle stage one at 2009. That's what it's showing. So we are basically a little bit extended at 28. So this is not the optimal place to buy it. We probably should have bought Lending Club back here at 2908. So right now, I couldn't recommend buying this because it's just a little bit extended. Let's see if it holds on to this one. Let's see, holds on to the 21-day line. And if it does, then I think we might have, you know, we, we might have something very, very good. So here's what I'm going to do here. I'm going to put an alert on this one to see if, um, you know, to, to, to kind of see it, you know, where it's, where it's going to come. And I'm going to put that alert really right here at about 26. Um, you know, that's, that's really kind of where I'm going to put, where, where I'm going to, where I'm going to put the alert. Now let's see if this, this thing may continue to pull back. I'm not sure, but this one, I wouldn't buy this one directly right now. I would kind of wait. I would watch this one. I kind of want to take a, a look, see on this because, um, This one also is in a very good area, specialty lending. And so, you know, this one you want to put on a watch list. Okay, let's put that up. There we go. All right, so we want to watch this, this one, LC Lending Club. And, um, you know, again, it's uh, it's in a good sector of the, it's, a good, it's in a really good sector of the market. It's, uh, it's in this financial services specialty area. And that is looking very, very good. So this is the fourth, this is the third one that the funds are accumulating. Now, take a look at the last one on the list that the funds are kind of kind of accumulating right now. And that might be AC, that's ACI. And this is Albertson's very boring company. <laughs> I can tell you, I shop there. <laughs> I definitely shop at Albertson's, but this one is kind of a boring company, but look at this relative strength, 97. This is a total inflation play. This is a total inflation play by the big boys. Um, you know, supermarkets are not my favorite. Retail super mini markets, 68 out of 197, acceptable. They have razor thin margins. Um, but look at this one. It's just, you know, again, it's, it's doing, you know, it's come through earnings. Uh, the sales were down 7%. So I'm not sure exactly why the funds are accumulating this one, but they definitely are. And, um, you know, the, their profits were down and their sales were down. So I don't understand why uh, the the funds are accumulating this, but they definitely are. And so that's another that's another kind of thing to look at. Let's look at the checklist. Not as good as TX, not as good as ABB. So those are kind of my two ones that I would look at. Uh, this is a little bit less, but this is definitely one that you could possibly watch list again because you know we do have sales that are, that are not that are not keeping up. That's one of the things that I really like to see. But remember, this is a uh, inflation play, and this is basically um, you know the, the uh, you know supermarkets have very very thin margins. I mean by and large, but they seem to be gaining market share, and that is interesting. Uh, earnings per share were, were were not up 20%, but you know again this is this is a very competitive area. So the um, so this one I probably would not uh, on on this on on this one I probably would would not um, uh, you know I I, I I I would not watch list this one. So uh, I'm 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 uh, you know uh, don't watch list.
So I really kind of, I really kind of take a pass on, on, um, uh, you know, really, really, really kind of, really kind of take a pass on Albertsons, but definitely very interesting. The funds are, 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 um, acquiring it. I mean, we have 271 funds in here, so that's, that's looking very, very good, but I, I'm not going to watch this, this one. So those are kind of four of the, four of the, um, the four of the ones that, uh, you know, four of the, four of the, um, um, four of the stocks that the funds are accumulating. So very interesting on that. Again, uh, ABB, a TX, LC, and ACI. So very, very interesting. So let's look at, uh, let's take a look at some of the questions. Thanks for holding on. Let's look at Amazon and Tesla. And that's, uh, that's what uh, RRT wants to see. So let's look at Amazon here, AMZN. And that is pretty interesting. Um, you know, the thing about Amazon it, right now, at least from what I can see, is that it's sort of, you know, it's it's sort of in this consolidation range, you know, with from about 31.75 up to about 37.73. Now, it does seem like it's holding. It it did it did go down. It tested the 200-day line, and now it's come up, and it's come up to the um, the, the, uh, the 40 day line, but I am not liking the action on Amazon. I'm really not liking the action. It does. It, it kind of appears that it is sort of losing some of its steam a, a little bit. I mean, not totally, but I just, I don't think, uh, this one from what I can see anyways is, uh, you know, is, 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 is as strong. So let me kind of zoom out here a little bit. Okay. Well, there we go. See if that'll let me. Uh, okay, let's zoom out. There we go. So that's a little bit easier to see it. Um, you know, so we, we're basically in this consolidation range. I am not really that excited, but but you know the 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 sales just keep moving on up. So that's a very, very good. Um, and, you know, in general, I mean, it's doing well, but I think a lot of the gains have been priced in. So I right now, at least from where I'm looking at, it's very choppy. Um, I mean, if you've been holding this a long time and, you know, you could you could hold it probably till the cows come home. But, you know, one thing that I really worried about, worry about a little bit is that when we, the last earnings came out, we had this we had this break here, you see. So I do think that Amazon is weakening in terms of a stock. Now, it's still a great stock. I mean, it's it, you know it, it continues to be a great stock, but in this case, we are seeing some weakening here. So I would be very very careful about entering the stock here. Um, it just appears that it's that it's weakening, and it seems like we're seeing uh, movement to other kind of other opportunities here. Now, one of the opportunities, if you're willing to, if you if you are in if you're interested in higher price stocks, there is a stock out there that I think is is in a, is more of a it's potentially it's it's an Amazon like company, but it's in South America. It's called Mercado Libre. M E L I is the symbol, and this is the one I I'm still trying to find a a place to to do a um, spread trade on this one. I think this one is extremely strong. And I, it seems to lag a little bit in terms of Amazon, but this is this is some people call this the Amazon of South America. It's based in Argentina, but they have a huge presence in Mexico. And this company solves a problem that you have in Latin America, and that is lack of of really robust retail infrastructures in outside of the major cities. Now, of course, in the major cities, you've got you've got massive retail exposure, but not everywhere in the country, you know, in the smaller places, do you have that in Mexico and in, in Argentina. But this company really has kind of stepped in and filled that void. And so this, I really like this one. I mean, if you look at, if you look at the strength of this, it's just been, it's been phenomenal. This is not a new, this is not a new guy to the block. I mean, you know, this is 2017. It's just continuously moving higher and it's come through this basing period. So I do think we're, we're getting very, very, it very soon, I believe, this one, MELI, is likely to be extremely strong. And 
um, even even in, even in an, even in a down even in a down market. I mean, the relative strength is 90. We have look at these sales growth. I just want to show you this. This is incredible. I'm I'm going doing really a fundamental analysis here, but look at this. You know, 97 percent. 111%, 94%. This is sales growth. Now it's starting to really, it's starting to really move. I mean, now most of the people that are investing in this are funds, but it's got 2,119 funds in this. So it is still extremely strong. It is positive on the cash flow, and they have a very, very strong um, uh, growth. Now, here's the thing about Melly that I like it's because it's not denominated in dollars. If there's any, um, e even even in dollar terms, this is doing extremely well. But in terms of you know, if you if you if you could buy this not in dollars or in pesos, you might even do better. So this is one I you know, if you're looking at Amazon, take a look at this one, Meli M E L I. I don't own it right now, but I'm looking to do a spread trade on it um, because um, spread. Because I do, I do see this one, you know, gathering strength, and it's in a good area, you know, retail internet. It's, you know, that's kind of a good place to be. All right, so thanks for thanks for bearing with me on that one. But if you're looking at Amazon, Amazon, I think is, you know, it's not, it, it, Amazon is not going away anytime soon. That's for sure. But it's losing a lot of its strength. If you're if you're willing to go with a higher price stock, Melly looks very very good. M E L I. And uh, hopefully I'll have, if you're, if you're a member of the Action Trade Alerts, um, super easy, by the way, to get on that uh, by going to um, www.dallas trading floor and signing up for that. I'm going to try to construct a trade on this one that will kind of allow us to take some of the advantages of this strength. And that and, and the, the, the web address, super easy, www.dallas trading floor. And if you're watching on TikTok, I'm showing charts, but unfortunately, with uh, this live, I, I can't do it uh, for technical reasons on TikTok. But if you jump on over to www.dallas trading floor, um, and and it'll bring up a menu, it'll bring up a menu, uh, it'll go all the way down. Click that, and we're we're showing the charts live. By the way, um, uh, also if you're on TikTok, you can just go to the profile. Click on the link and just scroll on down. Also, if you want to join the Action Trailer, it's super easy. It's free. Just need that first and last name and an email address so that I can get it out to you. And thank you very much. All right, let's look at Tesla. Um, oh, no, that's another one. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm technically, I'm kind of the one-man band here. Let's look at Tesla. Um, you know, this was my number one stock last year, and I think it was a lot. A lot of people did extremely well in tesla last year um you know i definitely want to it's starting to creep up the key level for tesla for me anyways is about um 780 we're getting there we're finally getting some strength we're starting to to sort of eliminate some of that overhead supply that we've had for so long you know when it went up here initially it you know you know I, you know we all a lot of us wrote it up here and then as it started pulling back you know pulling back more than seven percent we were selling, but a lot of people didn't sell, and this created what they call a lot of overhead supply. The key level on this, and I want to draw a line on this, and I've got all these lines going all over the place here. So let me go ahead and take some of these notations off here. Let's just do that. Okay, so um, this is the reversal line, and that's an important line, but there's another line that I want to kind of draw here, and that is this 780 level. And this is very, very important because I believe that this level, this is what, if it could, if it could move above this level, then I'm, I'm a lot more interested uh, in, in that. So I'm going to put, you know, 780 key level for Tesla. And basically what, I, what I'm doing here is that I want to see it move above this because the big problem that we've had this year so far with Tesla is this overhead supply. At 780, I think we're going to start to see a lot of that overhead supply getting, uh, you know, will 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 get alleviated. I think, you know, once it starts doing that. Now, I've been I've been revising my I've said, you know, 730, 760, um, you know, now I'm saying 780. I kind of want to go to 780 to be sure, but I definitely think we've now turned the corner on Tesla, and it looks like we've moved down to the 200-day line. We've bounced off of that. Once 
which is very strong. We're, we're making new highs. And if we can move above that 780 and hold it, you know, then on the, then on the pullback, then that's probably where um, we're looking to possibly divide. So what I expect is it to come up to about 780 and then pull back probably to the 21-day line. And that's probably where we want to consider buying it. So this is kind of this is kind of the and I'm putting another alert on here, but this is sort of the the buy point that I'm looking at uh, is right about here. So what I think is going to happen is we're going to pull up to about 780, then it's going to pull back probably to the 21-day line and then reverse. And the way to buy it, of course, is on that reversal. Um, you know, and I know this is kind of complicated, but um, so here's the thing with Tesla: not I wouldn't buy this right now. I would wait for the next pullback, and if it's the next pullback is 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 good, then I think we could possibly we can possibly buy it as it's moving higher. That's the that's the thing. So we have to wait for the next pullback to the 21 day line, and then on we we really need to we need really need to um on the on, to the 21 day line and then buy so kind of putting that out there so basically you know we just need this 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 pullback and then once this, once it pulls back then on on that green little line there where I have this mark that's where we probably start to want to come in. Now we've we've had some very nice volume coming in here. I want to show you this too on the volume chart. As you can see, that the we've been up one, two, three days, and the volume has been decreasing. Well, that means fewer people are willing to sell. So I do think that we will see a pullback, and then once that happens, then it probably will move very nicely above this 780. So I'm really looking for it to move above 780. Then I'm going to become very interested in it. The only thing we have, only concern right now is volume is low. It's down about 19%. So this is a watch list. This isn't a buy right now. Um, you know, this, this isn't a buy on Tesla, but it's still, it's still definitely, you know, we're getting rid of that overhead supply, and I think we're getting ready to be able to buy it. So, all right. Uh, this is a question on ASO. Of course, this is American Sports and Outdoors, and uh, we had on ASO, we, this is, you know, I did not, I was in this one. I was shaken out, and it's just this one's been a tough one to uh, to play. Uh, but it is definitely pulled back a little bit today. I want to show you that on the chart. Let me see if I could zoom in here. Uh, yeah, so we can kind of see the action here. I'm going to kind of move over there. Yeah, and it's unfortunately this it's we're up about seven percent for the pivot. So it does look like you know we're just you know, I think that, you know, we, we, we've had some very good action, but it does seem like, you know, it's wanting to move higher. It seems like it's getting some resistance here. So what I would say on this is if we buy it here, it's extended. And, um, you know, it's always tough to buy an extended. It's, it's always tough to buy them when they're extended. So if you have a position in this one, you know, you could add here. You could definitely add here. But starting a new position, I'd be very careful about starting a new position here. But the relative strength is excellent. Um, this has been a very, very good group. So, you know, I kind of want to look at a few other items here on this to see uh, if, and I'm just going to check the checklist here. I'm going to look at that because I want to see, make sure that, you know, we have the right kind of information here. So that's the Okay, let's see. Oh, nope. I want to look at the industry. Okay, so industry rank 15. That's excellent. Uh, there we go. Okay, there's the checklist. <laughs> Sorry, sometimes I, sometimes I can't quite get to it. It's got a good checklist, 7 out of 9. I'd like to see 9 out of 9. Uh, and on some things, we do have that. But the funds are good. This is looking very, very good. I mean, I mean in general, I mean, this is a retailer. So again, you know, thin margins, but it seems to be seems to be doing doing pretty well. It's uh, it's come through. Uh, there there was a lot of activity today, so it definitely had it definitely had a lot of activity on it. 
since the last um, breakout here. So here's what I would do. I, I, I don't know if I would want to buy it here. I, I would kind of want to wait until it pulls back a little bit more. I think it will pull back um, closer to 42.75, which is the buy point. Um, um, you know, but you know, I could be all wet on this. <laughs> I could be all wet on this. Very, very hard to tell. But if we were to buy it now and it's a new buy, it's a little extended. So you have to be careful buying when the stock is, is, is extended. So we want to buy it as close to the buy point as we can and as close to the 10 day moving average. So, you know, it probably is going to bounce tomorrow on this line, but let's see if we can get it to just pull back a little bit more before before buying it. So 45 is about where you want to see it. I think that if it pulls back a little bit to 45 and then rebounds, that's kind of where we want to see it. But this is a very good stock. ASO, it's in a good, it's 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 in a good sector. It's well supported by the by uh, the fund. So overall, this is looking very, very good. Um, very, very good. So definitely you can buy this one. Try to see if you you could buy it possibly tomorrow, pulling back about to 45. That would be super if it super excellent if you did it. Can you can you um, review your bull put spread on Moderna and the current status? Okay, well definitely let's let's look at that. Nine, thank you very much for that. Um, by the way, if you're on the Action Trade Alerts uh, www Dallas Trading Floor, I do do um, these spread trades all the time. And uh, part of the part of the thing on that is you know is is kind of showing kind of how we're how we're doing on that. So let's so let's update the chart for the Moderna trade. And and, and of course that's mRNA is the um, is 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 the um, uh, is is the symbol. So first of all, we're going to look at the chart. So let's go ahead and look at the chart for this this trade. And this is going to be just the the stock chart. And then we're going to go and get the actual spread chart. Okay. So here we go. This is the price of Moderna. As you can see, we we moved up today. So today we are we are looking at this at a this trade was a bull a bull trade. So as it goes up, it should do better. So currently, uh, after hours, we're looking for Moderna of a price of four hundred and thirty-six dollars. Okay, and and sixty cents. So let, let's say so let's say four thirty-seven. All right. So what I'm going to do here is kind of track this on on the um, uh, you, you know on 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 a um, you know on the on the actual spread trade. So let me pull that up. Here I'm going to go ahead and get this up on on um, on our on our screen here. Got to do a little bit of workarounds. There we go. Okay, so let's go to um right and let's put Moderna. Okay, mRNA. Oops, right. and that's the Moderna. Okay. See if I can get the right one there. Right. And there we go. Bull put spread on Moderna. There we go. So here's what I'm going to do. And we're going to put that one up on the screen. So here we go. Takes me a little bit of takes me a little looking around, you know, to to show that. Okay, so here we go. This is the Moderna bull put spread that we opened basically on you know on the 14th here, and this is this slide here shows us kind of where we're expecting it to go. Okay, so currently the the uh, Moderna closed at about 437 because that's where we were looking on the chart. So. We're gonna we're gonna take this and it, it it's not it's it as you can see it's every other day. So what I'm gonna do with this is I'm gonna show you what the approximate value for this spread should be. So I'm gonna move it up. There we go. Come on, let's see. Yep, to about 437. As you can see, we started out negative and we're starting to get, you know, we're starting to make progress positive. So currently, based on based on the my my calculation of where this should be. 
at, uh, at about 437.50, and of course, this is this is not quite right. It actually would be right in here in between them. This is sort of where the trade is currently. Now, if we were to just go sideways on the chart, you see, eventually we would end up, um, you know, we, we would end up making all the money. Now, remember, this is a credit spread. So when we enter the spread, we get money. And that's the case here. What we did is we bought the 15 October 390 put, and then we simultaneously sold the 400 put. That's the October 15th 400 put. So the net of this was was 266 or 2.66, because remember, it's for 100 shares. So when we entered this, we, we got a credit of 466. Now, if we were to close it today, the fair value of this, we would have lost $27. But as time goes on, hopefully, if as long as, long as the stock moves steady, then you can see we're going to come into the money. So let me go, let's go back to the actual chart and show you. Currently, um, it looks as if we are in somewhat of an upward trend on Moderna. So if that holds, and you can see that we can move up to, say, maybe this 490, let's say we can move up to 480 on this. Let's go back to that spread. If we were to move up to, you know, even at 450, you see, we're going to be in the money. See, you, you see that? So as long as we can, as long as this trend holds, and of course, it's going to bounce around in here. But as long as this trend holds, we have a fairly high likelihood that we will keep all of the money that we originally went in with the trade with. And that would be 266. Now, would would we possibly close this early? Absolutely. Because here's the thing. If you can get 50% of the profit, usually it's a good idea to possibly uh, close the trade and then move on to another trade. These are directional trades. And it looks as if, based on when I calculated this, uh, there was a probability of profit of 69.3%. That means at the expiration, there was a, based on the volatility of the underlying security, we have a basically a 69% that this will be the case. This is sort of the profit map uh, that I put out. This is what this does is uses the Black Scholes model to calculate the potential value of the spread based on the underlying price of the security. And of course, uh, today it closed at 437. So that is the spread trade for Moderna. Um, and thank you very, very much for that. If you if you're interested in possibly you know getting in on some of the spread trades, it's super easy. I still think you could enter this trade. Uh, I still think you're. I still think you're. Um, you could. You could definitely enter this trade. What I want to show you, of course, is you know if you go to Dallas Trading Floor, D A L L A S T R A D I N G, floor F L O O R dot com, it will bring up the menu of, and I think it will do that. Yeah, it's a little bit slow today. There we go. Okay, it's. Um, it, if you go to www Dallas Trading Floor, and I'm a little bit of. It will bring up this menu, and let me just kind of show you that, just so you can kind of see where, you know, you can get more information on the trade on, on this Moderna trade, uh, so that so that you can actually see it. So if you if you go to www.dollarstradingfloor, you're going to see a menu kind of like this, and then you just scroll on down here, and you can see this. The first one, it's bull put spread on Moderna. Just click there, and boom. It's gonna it's gonna ask you for your name and, and, and information. This is so I can keep up with you. But then if we go through there, uh, then it will give you uh, the deck. It will give you the the deck on how to enter the Moderna trade. So right now I do think that you know we can still do the Moderna trade, and uh, it's looking pretty good. It, you probably won't get quite as good as quite as good as price as I did, and that price I did because they do vary. But uh, I you know I think it's still pretty darn good. Uh, but thank you so much for that question. Very much appreciate it. All right, next question. Can you tell us more about CanSlim? Well, CanSlim is very interesting uh, because basically it is a system that was developed over the, about the last, oh, I would say 40 years. It basically was developed by William O'Neill, and William O'Neill went out and he basically took, and this was before microcomputers and everything, back in the 60s, he had people uh, input into uh, into uh, uh, IBM cards uh, all of the closing prices for all the stocks of the New York Stock Exchange, going going really back to 1880, and then he put it into a IBM 360. I don't 
probably have probably never seen one of those. Uh, and then he plotted all of the charts, and then he analyzed all the charts. And from that, he developed CanSlim. Now, if you're interested in CanSlim, um, the easiest way to, to really understand that is is to possibly um, go and and look at look at look at the CanSlim. Now, if you if you go to the www Dallas Trading Floor, uh, you can and and I can show you. Uh, if you go to if you go to www Dallas Trading Floor, um, there you will see on the on the on the um, on the list you'll see this thing right here. If you're new to the stock market trade, just push here. Okay, well this is what it's going to look like, and this is the book that I recommend. I highly recommend it. It's available through www Dallas Trading Floor, but it's just it just links through to Amazon. You know you you don't have to buy it for this. This is just for convenience. But how to make money in stocks and winning system. Good times or bad. Excellent, excellent book. It explains all of Can Slim, and it may be a little bit, a little bit lengthy, but not. It's not a hard system to learn, but it just basically is a great system, and it's what I try to practice here. Um, you know, I did not invent it, but many of the top traders in the world use it, so it's something that uh, that you can really, really go through and 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 uh, you know and see. It, it, it will help you trade better. I can tell you that if you know if you don't cancel them. And that's kind of what I do here. I analyze the stocks on a kind of a canceling basis. All right, let's look at Square. And uh, this is in a little bit of a downward trend. One of the things you're doing in in, in um, canceling is you're typically trying to buy things as they're in an upward trend. Now, currently, this is not an upward trend, but we have it has moved above the reversal. See what happened is. Square moved up very nicely here, and then it made its peak at uh, 238.19 way back in February. Since then, it's just kind of been consolidating. This is called consolidating, where it just kind of moves up and down. And this is this is just between basically a, a low of about 190, uh, 150, and 183. It just kind of moves back and forth there. Now, why does it do that? Well, the reason it use reason it does this is because this is where the the weak holders and the strong holders are sort of battling it out. What do I mean by that? Well, here's what I mean. The weak holders are people that are willing to take the bid and not willing to wait around for the ask. As the weak hands get taken out, it will move like this. Then once those hands are taken out, then as long as it's still in an uptrend overall, you will see it move move higher. Most people don't understand what really moves a stock. They think it moves only on news. Well, it doesn't. What the way a stock moves is that you have people that are willing to sell at the bid price, and many people, um, you know, have been willing to sell at the bid price for Square. But that is starting to change. It looks as if we're going to finally get a bounce here. And you'll notice, even though we're consolidating, you know, it's been moving up gradually. But once it reverses higher and then it moves through this high, that's when the strong hands are going to be in control and it possibly will move higher. So what do I think about that? Well, I think that, you know, we might, this this could be an early point to buy the stock, but I am not liking the action on this as much as I did before. I really, I, I've held, I held this stock before. I had this stock before. Um, and I do think that we are going to see a reversal, but I want to make sure it moves above that 40-day line. That's where I want to see it move above. So right now on Square, if you're not in this one, you know, I think that, you know, I want to see a little bit more strength. But I think you can watch this, this one. And I think that possibly it's a buy above. And I'm going to just go here. to I'm just going to reactivate this this one here because this is, this is one of the... Um, you know, above about 261, that's where you start on the start possibly looking to buy. So I, I had a stop loss at uh, 261. It moved down below that. I sold it, but now I'm looking possibly to get back in. So, so um, you know, looking. To get back in the stock. And here's what here here's here's another thing here's another thing that I do because this was activated. What I did is I I had this stock, it pulled back, I had I had a stop loss on it, I sold it, 
I still had profit in it because I bought it as it moved above the reversal line. But now I've waited, and now once it returns higher, then I will buy it once again. So this is a strategy that you can use. But right now, I think you got to watch this one. I just don't think it's time for Square yet. But if it moves above, um, you know, about that 261, then I'm interested in it. But right now, not so much. Uh, not so much. So I'm going to watch this, this one, see how it trades. And, you know, just uh, go from there. Um, let's see. How do you avoid false breakouts? Wow. If I knew that, Tom, I would be, <laughs> I would be so much richer than I am. Basically, the way you, 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 um, you deal with this is that it's not enough for it to break out. It needs to break out on higher volume. So here's what you do when you're looking at that. So let's look at, let's look at a stock. Let's let's look at a stock that's broken that's breaking out. Let's say breaking out today. We have two stocks that I can find that are breaking out today. So let's look at Copart. This is one of the ones I own, by the way. So I want to show I want to show you this. So how do you how do you tell if you know how do you tell if you know if 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 you're doing it right? Now this is the daily chart for Copart. I own Copart, by the way. I bought it this morning. And why did I buy it? Well. The reason I bought it was because I think I have noted it. I think I no. I, I'm sorry. I've turned off. Excuse me. Let me turn back on my notation because I have I have notations on this one. So hopefully I can get it. I, there we go. So I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn back on some of the notations. Oops. I, I'm going to turn back on the notations here, and I do have a notation on the daily chart. Okay, you can see where I bought it. I bought today. I bought a full position of Copart at 147.29. Now, currently, it's at 148. That's closed at 148.94. Uh, and, and after hours, it's up a little bit. Why did I buy it there? Well, I bought it there because it reversed. Okay, so you can see that's the reversal line. That's where it stops going down and starts moving up. But more importantly, and I want to really point this out, and this is the key. You don't just want to buy it as it reverses. You want to buy it. You want to buy it as it has higher volume. You see that? You see that volume increase? See that bar there? This is an exponential chart here. So this is the average daily volume. You can see how much farther above this, and this is exponential. So so instead of so this is not only double the amount. But as you can see, it's 135% above. So that's the where you that's how you avoid buying a false breakout is you buy it as it's moving on higher volume. As it's moving on higher volume. That is a great, great question because you want to buy it as you see strength. Now, it's interesting because here's the thing: sometimes they don't break out after earnings. Copart had great earnings, but it took several days for the it kind of to come up to the bubble up to the surface. You know, they had some great earnings. You know, they had great earnings up 51%. The sales were up 42%. But as we have rotated out of many of the tech stocks, many of these funds don't have places to put their 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 booty, as it were. So they need places. This is one of the places that they're putting in it. Interestingly enough, in recessions and in times of high inflation, there are certain kinds of companies that do extremely well. That's the reason why big firms are buying things like grocery stores. I don't really like grocery stores, but they tend to do well. They tend to have stable earnings in times of high inflation. And uh, it, it, But they also, the, one of the big things are auto parts stores and especially used auto parts stores. And that's what Copart is. Copart is a conglomeration of junkyards basically they buy wrecked cars from insurance companies they give them a cash price they disassemble them and then they put it on their site their internet site that's worldwide so you can get parts for just about any car used that are original of course from their network of disassemblers so it's a very interesting company and it's going to be very strong i think because we are and this is just a fundamental analysis on it because we're coming into a time of high inflation a lot of people won't be able to buy new cars. Remember, they're in shortage because of the chip shortage, and Copart is probably likely to do well. Now, why did I buy it when I did? I bought it because not only did it move beyond a reversal line, but it moved up on high volume. And that's what you really, that's how you can tell. 
and it's not easy. It takes it takes it it take it's not it's less of a science and more of an art to do this. But that's what I try to be totally transparent about what I'm buying when I'm buying it. So, by the way, if you're on if if you're on the action if you're on the Discord room. That's another way to do it because I try to put every trade that I'm making as I'm making it or close to it as I can in the Discord room. Now, this is a paid service, but a lot of people really like it. And we do have, you know, we do have some pretty successful traders in there. Some, some are, you know, are better at, you know, are trading better than I am. So, and I've been doing this for a while since, you know, since really the mid 80s. So this is, this is an interesting, interesting thing to go on, but that's a great, great question. Really appreciate that. That's the kind of, you know, that's the kind of thing. If you start looking at that, then, um, you know, then, uh, then, then it can be, then it can be a good thing. So thank you. Amazon is forming a bearish head. Yes, I agree with you. Um, now, but the thing is, it's, I wouldn't short the, by the way, everybody, the head and shoulders pattern, which Tom is talking about here is a shorting pattern. We don't want to short a stock though in a confirmed uptrend. We're currently in a confirmed uptrend. So I'd be really careful shorting anything like Amazon. But that said, we could do a spread trade. We could probably do a bear put spread on it. And that might be a way to handle it because it's too dangerous to short it outright. But possibly by doing a bear put spread, we could get advantage of that. I do believe that you're right, uh, Tom. I think we're going to see some movement downwards on Amazon. That's the reason why earlier I was talking, uh, when, when we got the question on Amazon, which is a great question, I talked a little bit about Melly, which is the Latin American Amazon. I don't know you could really say that, but it's it's similar. It's in a different phase of its growth, whereas Amazon is, even though they're growing, you know, their 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 growth is slowing. I mean, it's just been, you know, and and you know, so we're going to see probably a little bit of correction in Amazon stock. We're not going to Amazon's not going to go out of business tomorrow, but remember, on the last earnings, there was a gap down on Amazon, and that was key because that's saying that, hey, they've been ripping along right along. The, the price have been moving up, anticipating that last earnings it pulled back. So Amazon is looking to get probably a little bit weaker. I think you're absolutely right on this. That's a really great, really, really great. Uh, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Handle that shoulder. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> I thought you, I, I, I misspoke there. Uh, but the, the head and shoulders pattern, that is the shorting pattern. But we're not into we're not in in that phase of the market right now. Thank you for the, correcting me on that. Um, I'm holding Amazon, speculating on a stock split. Um, well, here's the thing about um, uh, I don't know about Melly being a cloud provider. I don't I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. But what on a stock split? Here's what you do on a stock split. I I love playing stock splits. Um, you know, I was doing that all last year with Apple and Am and and uh, Tesla and also, uh, you know, this year with uh, TTD, the trade desk, and also Nvidia. But just just on the rumor of it, I don't know. Um, Amazon, I don't think is split in a long time. Here's the thing: if the way to find out is to keep checking on the split calendar, and if they announce it, then that's when to jump in. I, I you might want to. I don't know if there's going to be a split, but typically they will not split a stock unless they're going to have some very, very strong earnings coming up. That's exactly what NVIDIA did. NVIDIA basically waited until to announce their split, their um, their four for one split. They waited until they had an absolutely fantastic quarter. So not only did they, you know, they announce that they were uh, improving the guidance on their stock in terms of moving higher, but they, but that's when they did it. So right now, I think that you know, and and I could be, you know, I, I don't have any insider information on Amazon, but I do believe that, um, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, take a look at Amazon. I don't know, you know, they probably are going to split, but we don't know when. And really, until you know, it's very, very tough. It's very, very tough. So I would be a little bit cautious right now. With Amazon, I do think it possibly is going to pull back a little bit um, and, and pull back a, a little bit. Typically, when a, a stock split is announced, it will the stock will move up until the date of record. So that's just something to 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 to, to look at as well. But uh, with Amazon, I think you know again, it's terrific stock. It's not going out of business anytime soon. 
Um, but I think that, you know, maybe you might want to look at Melly because it's in a different phase. Uh, internet, uh, in, internet shopping is going to be, it, it's big in the United States, but it's going to be much, much bigger in places like Latin America because in places like that, they have a problem with infrastructure and, 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 and this is just going to leapfrog. It's going to be kind of like in Asia when, you know, when, 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 uh, when when four uh, when five G came around, it just got incredible adoption, and I think that's going to be the truth with, with Melly. Um, Amazon really had that growth basically ten years ago, and now they're consolidating that. So, um, long story short, I think that you know Amazon is still great, but 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 look at some of these other ones that might be a little bit faster horses right now. They might be a little bit faster horses. Well, I'm almost running out of time today. Sorry uh, to. To do that, let's let's take one last question. I've kind of gone on and on. Uh, H&M, Class B, okay. Hmm. I, I I don't know what the symbol is on that. So let's look at let's look at one last one. Uh, can we go over Neo? Let's go over Neo um, and see if there's any any hope with Neo. Um, Neo basically trades, of course, in sympathy with 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 Amazon. So we Amazon has been showing some strength, but but it, Neo, at least from what I can see, is still, and I'm on the weekly chart here, is still on a downward trend. So I just, you know, here's the thing about Neo, it's below the the 200-day moving average. This is not a place I would buy Neo. Now it's true they've had these tremendous earnings. Now this is why I always say it's not, it's 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 not the fundamentals that drive a stock, because on the fundamentals Neo's looking really good. Look at this. They're, they're, all their sales are way up. But remember, fundamentals do not drive a stock. It is technicals. So fundamentally, you know, we would think that, oh, Neo is the buy, but it isn't. Why? Because technically we are in a downward trend and the, and, and the relative strength is 56. So, you know, as much as I would like to say, <laughs> I would like to, to say buy Neo, I think that would be great. Um, I can't because it just is pulling back and you don't want to buy it as it moves below that 200 day line. So here's the thing with Neo and I, and I, and I, you know, I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be argumentative here, but if you're down more than 7% on this, consider lightening up your position or possibly selling it. Why? Because it is still moving lower. Now, when it starts to move up, that's when you want to buy it. Remember, you always want to buy it as it's changing direction, going from weak to strong, Right now, the strong the the weak hands are getting are still getting getting smoked out of this one, and the strong hands have not taken over yet. People are taking the bid price. People are taking the ask price. I'm sorry. People are taking the bid prices here and not the ask prices. So this is going to be pulling back. And and so here's the thing with with Neo. I just think that you can't buy it at this level. I just think you can't buy it. You got to wait for a character change on the stock. And I want to look at the monthly chart, just kind of one last thing. You can see how far NEO has come up. I do think that we possibly are going to see NEO come down and possibly be trading. I think, and I know this is terrible, but I think that it's, we start, I'm going to start getting very interested when I see a reversal. And I think that reversal is going to happen at about 14 or 15 on this one. So I just wouldn't be a buyer of a NEO right now. I just, I, I just not the stock to be in. Well, thank you everybody for 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 bearing with me here on the show. I so appreciate it. If you're watching on TikTok, it's super easy to get on to the action trailers. Just go to the profile, click the link, first and last name and uh, email address, uh, and we'll get you we'll get you right on there. Also, if you want individual analysis of individual stocks, um, you know we do this all day in the Discord room, and that's available at www Dallas Trading Floor. And then just scroll down and you'll see where you can join the special Discord room. If you just want to get on the action trailer, and this is the free service, just need a first and last name and an email address. Well, until tomorrow, I'm going to be back at 3.30 Central. Thanks, everybody. Please tell your friends about the show. I really appreciate everybody out there. And I'm going to try to answer to the best of my ability your questions uh, and hopefully uh, you know, help you solve the money problem. That's uh, what Cam Slim did to me. Uh, uh, 30 years ago, I'm trying to help other people, uh, you know, trade in this style because it can be very, very rewarding. 
uh, once you get once you get into it. But uh, thanks again for watching, and I'll be back tomorrow. Um, at oh, I have one last question. Thank you. Just came up here, and thank you very very much for um, for watching. I so appreciate it. But please tell your friends. Always always looking for for more people. And of course, if um, you know if you're watching me on tech uh, on if you, if you're watching on uh, YouTube, please like it. Please, please subscribe and like it. I would really appreciate it. Thanks again. And I'll see you tomorrow at 3.30 Central. Um, happy trading.